Okay, well, fine. Whatever. Fuck off. Oh, God. I really want to start, uh... Um... Treating you guys like Logan Roy treats his children in succession. There we go. I just want to, like... I just want to dominate you all the time. Whoa. <laughs> that sounded really fucking Whoa. weird. Oh yeah, it did. I mean... Uh, weird only if you're not into it. Hey, yeah, so, exactly. You know, so... I'm not saying it's off the table. Well, Just saying, I think there, be. I think there should be some talks beforehand. Okay. Do we need to like um, determine like a safe word and stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, preferably. Okay. Banana okay. works. Uh, that's a pretty common one. Okay. Uh, I've heard I'm that one go a few key times. lime for myself. Okay. All right. Uh, key lime pie is pretty good. Key lime pie is pretty good. It's underrated. It's an underrated pie. Yeah, but some places don't so. make it so good. It really depends on where you get it. From. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent true. That's very, very true. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes it's just enough. You know. Yeah. Right, Dylan. Which pie? Dylan's a key lime pie connoisseur. If you guys. Didn't I. Know. The fuck. I do like key lime pie. That's good. That's good. I expected I you to hate it, and I don't know why. I just expected you to have that opinion. No. No. I like key lime pie. I grew up in the South. That's a Southern thing, right? Is it? I don't know that it I'm is. I genuinely know. The way my grandmother like, made it. Uh, yeah, I feel like it is. It's it's like that and like lemon meringue are like are yeah. like Southern things. Well, see, no, I don't know and, about and that because I've, I've never had a lemon meringue. Oh, pie. pecan pie. God. Pecan Love pie. Love me some so pecan good. pie. You say bad? No. It's Did you so say bad? Good. Okay. Oh yeah, it's very good. Um, so, uh, where, where do you guys fall on pecan versus pecan? It's pecan. And all of okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that we were all, uh, you know, correct. Well, yeah. Um, key lime pie is a, I guess a Southern thing. It's a Florida thing mostly, but. Yeah. Yeah. Cause thing. that's where they have limes. That makes sense. And it was from the Florida Keys. Yep. I just made that up. Nope. It was invented in Key West, Florida. You were close. Oh, see? <laughs> Yes, it's definitely the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. Game podcast of culture. We have quite a show for you today. Uh, we, of course, um, are you know doing things with a topic, you know, because that's what we do here. But I see I'm already looking at the names that we've got here, and I'm stop. Oh, is this making? I thought I said you weren't allowed to type last episode. Someone else said I was. <laughs> uh, who? I don't remember. I'm pretty Jeff. sure it was Jeff, and Jeff was, was fired. Jeff is no longer the lawyer of this show. Um, I thought it was Bryn. Was it? 
I don't know. No, it wasn't Bryn. I talked to Bryn on the daily, so... Actually, I don't really talk it might to have her been on the her. daily, but... We play video games on the daily. Anyway. Um, I don't stop. know. Figure, I, I, I'm allowed. Mm, okay. Just read it. I can't. I can't! Dude, fucking... Okay. I come in to the show every Drunk. week. Okay. I come into the show every week. And I'm ready and I'm prepared and I'm like, I'm going to do a good job this time. I'm going to do a good job this time. And then I sit here and I look at what you've typed and I start sweating vigorously. It's not that bad. It's. I'm not sure that what Dylan types affects your reading comprehension. No, it does. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely does. I don't think it should. Uh, <sighs> listen, where where when I grew up, where where I grew up in my day, it's <laughs> basically what you just said. Oh God! Does anyone actually ever use that as an excuse anymore? Uh, Should I start recording? I uh, don't I know. Mean, did you? Just I, I, I hope that you started. Recording. <laughs> I'm just kidding. God. Don't do this to me. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is why I sweat. Dylan is making me sweat all the time. He is pretty hot. Thanks. Oh, I get it. Thank he, you. No, he's not. He's just yeah. not my type. You know how often I get that, Austin? Listen, Dylan. How often do you And get it that still means a lot coming from you, even though I hear it every day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He does. From his mother. She says, you're a very handsome boy. do not talk to her every day. But Sabrina. Sabrina wakes up and she feels grateful. See? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that was... I was going to say that she probably tells you that because you beat her every night. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, tell me I'm pretty smack. always default to the domestic abuse with Dylan. Because he says it so much. That's true, yeah. I'm starting to believe it's not a joke. I don't know, man. It is. I went over there a couple weeks ago and all I'm saying is she walked outside (laughs) with a limp. Oh my god! (laughs) You are kidding! Did you push her down the stairs? What did she do this time? Did she put mayonnaise on your sandwich? I like ma- well, you should always have mayonnaise have on a sandwich. Discussion. Oh, yeah. Well, I like mayonnaise. I don't like Miracle Whip, but I like mayo. Well, Miracle Whip's not mayonnaise, so yeah. <laughs> that's, that's actually accurate. That's one hundred percent accurate. Not the same. Thing. All right, listen. We don't we don't do a, a show to make light of sexual assault mm, or assault fine. in general or domestic abuse. All right, there you go. Sometimes. I was like, he's gonna get it eventually. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> While we were like, which crime choosing <laughs> Dylan up. <laughs> See, this is a new one uh, every week. This is it is a new one. Week. Next week it's going to be Grand Theft Auto. Uh, it's a toss up between that or something. Never mind. No, next week is going to be lines. embezzlement. It's just um, certain lines. Is there? Mm. Yes. Lines are meant to be crossed. Yes. And there's some that I actually know to shut my mouth on, believe it or not. So. Good. Good job. Good job. You can tell us after the show. Nope. Yep. 
I'll forget by then anyway. I'll remind you. True. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I am, of course, your host, the one and only Bebop Man. You're the a man, son of a bitch. The man with your undivided attention. Turn the key and start the ignition. God <laughs> God King Emperor Dylan has to get his way. Are you a fucking capitalist now, sir? What's the one Gonna, that Austin was calling you? Uh, communist. Communist. Oh. But that's just accurate. And socialist. I, I'm actually more of a socialist. I don't believe that capitalism is completely evil. I just think it should be heavily regulated. Okay. <laughs> I want more money. <laughs> anyway, I am joined as almost always. I am forced to be joined as almost always by my two cobros. Oh, you are not. Dylan, Autocon, Martin, and Austin Deceptibot Stevens. God Christ, help me. I feel like I'm forced to be here more than you are. Yes. Are you? If, I mean, no. I, I, the, 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 mm, just making a lot of edgy jokes today that I, I just need to shut my mouth on. Yeah, man, I am, what's with you? I don't know. It's been a bad day. Has it been a bad day? Tell me about yep. work. Tell me about the place that you work at that you doxed yourself at on episode five. I didn't. You did. I didn't <laughs> go to work today. I didn't go to work today, but, um, I did about, ugh. 30 minutes ago, I had to stop playing WoW, and that hurt. Did you yeah. get my message on Discord the other day when I said, stop playing WoW, you son of a bitch? I'm glad you brought that up, because that's not what you said, first and foremost. <laughs> oh, what did I say? No. no I'll re- uh, if you're oh, I said, stop playing WoW, you total incomplete cunt. <laughs> yep. And, yep. Dang. That's what you said. Uh, so, let me, just so I can fact check myself. Got you. You sent me that at 3.40 p.m. Okay. I got that at 1 a.m. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus, Dylan. Wait, do you not have Discord on your computer? I do, but you think I checked that shit? Oh, my fucking God, dude. So you were playing WoW for seven hours? It was more than that. I hate my life. Nope. I went to the gym yesterday, though, so that was good. Like, I actually did do that, but then I just came back and went right back to it. <laughs> Incredible. You have a problem. Yep. Yes, I do. Talk about that later. <laughs> uh, well, I also have a problem. I watched uh, uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Did you? Part 1? It's a two-parter? It's a two-parter. Uh, the next one is coming out in roughly 11 months. Well, it's supposed to be... Uh, I assume that they're done filming and they're in the post-production phase at this point. So it might still be coming in 11 months, but with the WGA and SAG after strikes, um, who knows? So, um, uh, but yeah, yeah, this is supposed to be part one of part uh, of two parts. And unlike um, Across the Spider-Verse, uh, it announced itself as such and... Actually, uh, in well, I okay. I was about to say something that was stupid. I actually do think that the thematic stuff that uh, happened in Across the Spider Verse actually does finish on a on a relatively good note. Um, and both of the plots of that and this actually aren't fully complete. Uh, so I, yeah, I'm checking myself before I wreck myself. Anyway. 
Um, so I like these movies a lot. I love Mission Impossible. I don't think that there's a sink. Well, that's a lie. There is one bad entry, and that's Mission Impossible 2. Uh, and that's just because it's fucking boring as all hell. It's an action movie, and it's boring as fuck. Um... Anyway, uh, none of these movies are bad. I, I like all of them. I was super excited for this one, though, because it follows um, follows up Mission Impossible Fallout, which was 2018 or 19, I believe, and is quite possibly my favorite of the bunch. Um, if it isn't my favorite, it's like top two or three. It's very, very good. Um... So I was excited about this one, and I went into it with almost no knowledge other than that original trailer that showed um, uh, Tom Cruise basically getting beaten to death because, uh, you know, he's a 61-year-old man who still thinks that he's 30. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this one I thought was really good. Um, I think it has some problems that keep it from being near the top of the franchise. Like, it never really hits the highs that, like, Mission Impossible 1 or Fallout or, um, well, just really any of them, honestly. It doesn't really ever hit the highs that the other entries in the series have. But it never, ever hits, like, the lows that the series have. It's, like, a very, very solid entry. Um... I really liked a lot of the action and a lot of what the movie actually does with the kind of like setup of the characters. Like this movie's very funny. Um, and I think it's intentional in a lot of ways, which is good. Like if you try to make someone laugh, you probably should be able to make someone laugh. Um, and it works. Um, usually you wouldn't think of like action movies. Well, most action movies you wouldn't think of as like, having humor they're usually hyper serious which kind of makes them cheesy which is where part of the charm comes in but this one intentionally tries to add humor into into things for levity's sake and it's and it's good it work it totally works uh there's a lot of really really great physical stunts and there's a lot of really good chemistry between the actors i think where i kind of disconnect with it is that there are some ways that I don't think that it just holds up. Uh, there was one really, really jarring edit to me, uh, early in the movie. Like I just thought it was so baffling. The, um, the cut that happens there. I just didn't understand it. I also think that it's a little bit overlong, especially for a two-parter. Like, this is part one of of a, a, a longer thing. So, it runs at nearly three hours. And, like, a lot of that is is running from place to place to place. And it's, it's all relatively good. Like, it didn't feel like it was two, in a, two, in, uh, two hours and 45 minutes. But some of the stuff that was in it just kind of felt redundant. Um... I really fucking really like the movie though. And I, I, I really think that like it kind of takes up the theme that Top Gun Maverick did where it is talking specifically about the state of the movies. And the interesting part about this is even though this movie was made 
or, or, or like was starting filming and stuff like that in 2020. Um, I think it started like right before the pandemic. Like this is actually, this is the budget for this got super inflated because of COVID. There were so many delays and stuff like that. Um, but like, even though it took, you know, roughly three years to make or whatever, it's really kind of like almost blunt in how prescient it is with its devotion to like practical event, uh, practical effects, stunts, and like a plot that's literally about AI. It's about an algorithmic self-learning AI. And the fact that it was released just as the dual strikes in Hollywood were happening is kind of like just icing on the cake. It really is talking about like how AI could potentially bring down the entirety of filmmaking and is taking a look at like, it's like an ode to action movies that Tom Cruise starred in 20, 30 years ago. And it really just fucking, I think, nails that. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was fucking great. Um, if you get a chance to to go and see it at the theaters, I recommend it. Um, yeah, well, good stuff. Is he literally just gonna do this until he dies? Uh, probably, yeah. I mean, might as well. That's just fucking wild to me. He's 60-whatever years old. Yeah, he's 61. That's fucking crazy. Scientology yep. keeps you young, bro. Yep. Yeah. I guess. I I, he, he start, he's starting to look it, though. And you, you can he tell. Is. Like, he still looks good for his age, but, like, he's starting to look old, man. Yeah, there's only so much you can... There's only so much of a fight you can put up against time. And he's finally on the losing side of it. Yeah. But he still looks good. Yeah, he still looks great. And he's still fucking doing great things for action movies, so. Yeah. <sighs> All right, cool. Uh, neither of you did anything nope. over the last week? That sounds about I, right. I, I mean, not <laughs> I just, anything I'm kidding. worth I'm kidding. talking about. I'm giving you guys a hard time. Yeah, I'll give you a hard time. Austin would like it if I gave him a hard time. Right, Safe word! Fuck. Fucking key lime! What is happening? <laughs> Were you not here for the beginning of this? No. All right, well, we'll <laughs> pick it up as we go. He completely disassociated. <laughs> You'll get it as we go. Did this act... All right. I don't know if this is one of those things or not. That's fine. It might be and it might not be. Yeah. That's just how I go through the shows now. I don't know if this is real until it actually just... <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, well... Real. I guess we'll go ahead and we'll get to the topic of the show. Does that sound good with everyone? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, this is actually uh, a returning topic for us. Um, we haven't done it uh, in a while. Um, to you know, I haven't been able to find it in our uh, outlines at all. Uh, but we're going to be returning to games that we think deserve a remake. Uh, remaster or uh, reboot uh, in in some some sort of way. Um, so we all brought two apiece, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna discuss why those uh, why those games need to be um, remade. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first if no one else is gonna say it. Okay. Um, so, 
uh, I didn't really pick one game. This was kind of just an entire series. Um, but uh, one series that I would really like to see a reboot in is the Gundam Breaker series. Um, there are four games total. We only ever got one of them in the in the West, and it was literally the worst one of the fucking four. Um, the rest were all exclusive to Japan and other Asian-speaking countries, but essentially what it was, um, have either of you ever played a Dynasty Warriors game? Dylan, I know you haven't. I don't know yep. why I asked. What yeah. the fuck? Have you? <clears throat> yes, oh, okay. but I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, but I have no idea. Oh my god. <laughs> I couldn't tell you which one it is, but yes, I've played a Dynasty All right, Warriors. So game. they play very similar to, similarly <laughs> to that. They're like objective-based, and it's like a hack and slash against thousands of enemies. But um, the entire game is based around a uh, virtual reality simulator, and you and the other main characters um, buy actual model kits and put together a Gundam, and they use them in these virtual reality fights. Uh, the stories are really fucking goofy and nonsensical, and honestly, I, I don't think I've ever watched a single one of them. Uh, I just play it for the gameplay, because the idea of taking parts from all of these existing mobile suits in the Gundam universe and mix and matching your own fucking fr uh, Frankenstein's monster of a mobile suit is a whole lot of fucking fun. Um, like I said, the last game that we got in the U.S. really fucking sucked. Uh, it, the design wise, it was fine. Like premise and idea wise, it was fine. But the way, like it was, it was just so fucking buggy and the controls were janky and it was borderline fucking unplayable. And it was such a, a downgrade from what we had previously gotten in the series. Um, and then I, I don't think they, they never mentioned if they have plans to do this, to do, uh, any more games in the series or not. But I I would fucking love to see it happen, especially um, <clears throat> like I was reading a thing the other day that uh, uh, Gundam model kits are fucking booming right now in Japan more than they have been in the last few years, uh, which has mostly been associated with uh, the small amount of success that Witch for Mercury has done. And if they're booming that hard, I think that would be a really good time to push a game like this. Uh, so we'll see. But it would be sick. There was also a mobile game that I think just went down like a month ago, a month or two ago. But these games are a lot of fucking fun. If you have a PS3 laying around and you're a Gundam fan, you should give it a shot. Okay. Okay. I, um, I really wish I could remember what my second game was because I don't, I'm almost positive the first one was Sly Cooper. But I think that that's right. That that rings a bell. I do remember you saying Sly Cooper for sure. Okay. I can't for the life of me remember what my second game was, but I don't think it was um Dust and Elysian Tale. I hope it wasn't, it wasn't dude, cuz I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> um Xbox 360 it was a summer of arcade game. You can get it on a lot of stuff now. I think Switch included. Um, and it's a 2D side-scrolling game that, uh, 2.5D, I think, maybe, but it has an art direction that's kind of reminiscent of Ori. I think Ori does it better just because that game is damn near a masterpiece. Um, but this, this game style is still very reminiscent of that. It looks like, a just a hand-painted background, like it's really beautiful. And the combat's kind of reminiscent of Ori as well with this just really 
off the wall like you can do tons of aerial combos and zip all around the map and you're playing as this um it's some kind of biped animal i don't know if it's a wolf or a fox dog cat i don't know what it is um but he's this just legendary sword master essentially and he's um an amnesiac he's forgotten his past you know shocking shocking and as soon as you get into the game you find this ancient sword and the ancient sword can talk to you and uh, i think it's the sword's guardian or maybe no it's not the sword's guardian i don't think it's um a companion that you meet really soon into the game a companion named fidget she's this floating cat bat looking thing that has tons of charisma and charm and you essentially just go on this very long quest to help the people of the world who you know demons are attacking the village you're trying to find dust's uh, memories and figure out who he is and stuff and the sword is helping you and leading you on this journey and it's just a really beautiful game um and the combat it's just so much fun to flesh out and find these really awesome combos to just pour into um tons of side quests to do and collectibles to find um it was one of those games where i think i was talking about it with final fantasy 16 like as i was playing through it i was already thinking about my next playthrough because i i just wanted to keep going with it and keep experiencing it and i would like to see it fleshed out again because um i think it's truly a world that needs to be explored and i feel like it went under the radar a little bit um and i would love to see it come back and um just just kind of make make an impact again because i think it, it would have more of a success in today's uh world of i guess smaller games smaller indie games like how much success like hollow knight and ori have had um i think dust could really um come back and like make a footing and create something with itself um but yeah it was it's one of my favorite games of all time i just i don't think i hardly ever talk about it yeah, I I remember that game. I don't think I ever played it, um, but I remember the the like key art from the uh, Xbox Live Store like is very clear in my mind. Yeah, I I just I can totally see it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty man. Yeah. What about you? Well, I am very afraid of uh, potentially um, going over ones that I already um, kind of talked about. So I am going to go with some that I think are relatively obscure. Okay. Um, and my first one is a game from the PS2, Xbox uh, era called... Um, it, I am relatively sure I remember it being called um, oh God! What uh, the Indigo Prophecy? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was called. Uh, it was uh, a, the the name that everyone knows it by is Fahrenheit, and that's what what it was really set like most of the world. But um, I remember it as Indigo Prophecy, um, and this was the Quantic Dream game. Uh, if you know Quantic Dream, they're the ones who did like um, uh, Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human, all those things. Um, and it's a very cinematic 
game. Like, it's almost like a playable movie in a lot of ways. Um, it kind of informs all of the games that came out after with Quantic, Quantic Dream, where um, there were a bunch of, uh, like, quick time events and, and things of that uh, nature, and they um, were all in service of building up, like, a uh, relative, relatively good and moody story. Um, the reason that I would want to have it remade is because I think given the technology now, uh, there's a whole lot of stuff that we could do with it, uh, alongside just making it look better. Um, like, if I'm not mistaken, um, there were, like, uh, like little systems in it where you, your main character would have, like, a, um, like, kind of like a mental health meter where it would, like, deteriorate. Um, and I think that, like, back in that day, it was probably obviously, like, a, like, a, like a little bar or something, um, if I'm, if I'm remembering it correctly. Um, and, like, there are more ways to express that now in video games. Like, I really think that there would be a, a, a really cool use of technology for this game in particular. Um, I don't know. I, I really... I really like the game, and I would like to see how, like, new people, uh, new developers and stuff can kind of... Um, reinterpret the material so it's one of those games I, I really remember the box art and the artwork for mm -hmm. that I it, maybe it was from a magazine or a game store or a you know, movie store or whatever um, I remember it was, uh, I rented it from Blockbuster so yeah I just like that even that like you like how I call them in my head like, I called it a game store, right? But it's very much a movie store. So you couldn't even tell that back when I was a kid, I hardly ever watched movies. I was only in that store for games and shit. That's funny. That's awesome. Funny. What's your, what's your uh, number two? Uh, yeah. My number two is uh, Sonic Adventure. I can't believe this game has not been remade yet. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? Uh, because that's... I Yes. 100%. <laughs> like, I thought you were just making fun of me because it was a Sonic game. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how this hasn't been remade yet. Um, I'm not sure what Sega's doing over there, but it's not anything good, apparently. Uh, this was, I mean, Sonic Adventure uh, DX specifically was the first GameCube game that I ever picked up with my, I got it with my GameCube. And I, I remember, I hadn't experienced 3D Sonic yet at this point. Uh, even though there were a couple of games floating around, I just I hadn't played them yet as a kid. Um, this was my first time being immersed in in a 3D Sonic world, and it was like it was fucking mesmerizing. Going back now, going back now, this game looks terrible. But eight year old me thought this was the coolest shit in the fucking world. Um, I feel like this was, I feel like Adventure was kind of responsible for really inspiring what what happened with uh sonic frontiers which that's a fantastic fucking game and one of the best 3d sonic games and um i i think with a with with a newer younger audience uh coming into it for the first time i think that sonic adventure would be a really good game 
uh, for Sega to go back and dig up and bring to modern platforms. Have either of you guys played Sonic Adventure? Never. That's but I guess crazy. he has. Yeah. It's so good. Two's not as good, but one is fantastic. It's a, well, part of it. The big the cat shit sucks. I hate that. But <laughs> the rest of the game is very fun. Stupid yeah. fish. You would love that, Dylan. There's an entire campaign about fishing. You would love it. I've moved on. Have you? Yeah. He, he doesn't fish anymore. He That's goes to true. the gym and plays WoW. Yeah. Actually, he doesn't even go to the gym anymore. He just plays WoW. No, he went to the gym yesterday. Right? Uh, or today? Thank you, Did Dad. he? Did he? I, we literally just talked he about did. that. He did. He told us that. how d- during my 12 hour playing of WoW, I did at least go to the gym. Dylan, what? You didn't tell us that I part. I didn't say 12. Yeah. I didn't say that. That was just guessing. I no, it no, wasn't. No, it wasn't. I feel like that's more accurate than you're going to want us to believe. Actually, it's probably, probably underestimating. <laughs> also more accurate, yes. But still, I, it couldn't have been 12 hours because I went oh, to the gym for two. So, so 10. 10. Yeah. God. That's not counting today. That's why I don't even want to be here. I want to go play. How how long have you played today? Since I woke up. Well, this isn't an actual (laughs) episode. This is actually just an intervention. It's an intervention. We need you need to be fixed. No, no. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm sure that's a great game. It's so good. I'm not willing to pay monthly for it, but I understand. Sure, it's great. And I'm having a blast. Uh, my turn. It is. Um, well, first off, Austin, what was the Gundam game that you said called? Uh, Gundam Breaker. Okay, I got it right. I'm trying to keep these out on a list this time. Thank you. <laughs> so, so when we eventually do do this in a year or two, we, we, we have some kind of understanding. Um, my second game, I feel like it would get me a lot of hate, but it's something I think I talked about relatively recently. It's fucking Guitar Hero, man. <laughs> so let me paint you my vision. Um, this would be, this would I think be like a live service game. Yeah. Like I I want a guitar hero that just comes out and it's updated like Destiny would be. Um, That'd be tight give me way. battle. Yeah, give me battle passes with like avatar customizations or like banners and shit or like stickers that can go on my like guitar. I don't fucking know. Just give me something to work for. You know what I mean? And like give me songs that come out with that season or something like that. But I sincerely, and DJ hero too. It's not just one or the other. I would like either or, but um, I think guitar hero is what has more people's hearts and like rock band and shit like that. Um, but it's, it's been a long time for me and I really genuinely miss playing those kind of games. Um, and it's not the same cause like I can go into some arcades around here and find like a little guitar hero machine, but that's not what I want to do, you know. I want to sit back at home and relax and just vibe out and play some play some music. So that that would be my number one and like kind of modernize it a little bit with that live service type of uh, appeal. Hmm. Didn't I, I almost feel like we've talked about that before? Have we? Didn't they kind of do that I, with the last Guitar Hero game? Yeah, and that's that's another thing is they they kind of try to bring it back and it just failed miserably. It was, I don't feel um, like it. It had been enough time though. It's been a long time. That's true. I think Hero. I don't think that it it wait. I think that it was relatively close to like the last handful of releases yeah. that they did. You can't give me like a year or two and then be like, hey, surprise! No. Now I feel like it's been closer to what 
eight, ten years. Yeah, because didn't they maybe? really oversaturate it with some really shitty games? Oh, I dude, there was like a release after... every year, I think. Because I oh, was it called? It wasn't World Tour. Was it Live Guitar yeah. Hero Live? Yeah, yep, that's it. I never played it. Yep, never played it. I don't think anybody else um, did either. But like, I think I, a, a huge part of it. I wonder if this was my second game last time. No, I don't think so. Um, I would want it to be like in that classic kind of Guitar Hero setting. Did you guys? How far did you guys play into the series? I played all of them. So you um, played World Tour, yeah. the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I even the shitty Aerosmith one. Okay, I really liked three World Tour and five. If it could go back to that kind of era and keep those kind of uh yeah graphics like don't try to modernize it too much like perfect. let's just yeah i think it could go a long way with trying to capture that kind of lightning in a bottle again and stop trying to do too much with it in modern day mm-hmm. um but i don't know i i just really miss some uh peripheral gaming in my life oh yeah okay Cool. Um, well, uh, my second pick um, is a game, again, from that same era, uh, the PS2, Xbox. Um, I think it was actually released right before the 360 came out, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's a little survival horror game called Cold Fear. Um, Cold Fear? Cold Fear. I've never heard of this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this was an Ubisoft-produced game. Um, like I said, I'm pretty sure it was 2005 or 2006, one of the two. Um, and it kind of piggybacks off the trend of having the third-person over-the-shoulder camera view from Resident Evil 4. Um, and uh, it is very unfortunate that it came out with a relative proximity to uh, Resident Evil 4. Like, I think Resident Evil 4 was, what, 2004? Maybe 2005? Um, oh, yeah. January 11, 2005. And Cold Fear was... Oh, it was actually just a couple months later. Holy shit. Uh, March 15th. Okay. So, yeah, they were, like, very, very close to one another. Um, and this was basically kind of taking um, a look at uh, like Resident Evil, but trying to change it with adding more of like everything. Um, It takes place on this old like whaling ship, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And the entire time it's like raining and there's a storm outside. So the way that the sh- that you navigate around the ship can sometimes be like a hassle because the ship is turning with the waves and stuff like that and then there's other stuff like the rain uh playing a factor but like i really liked this game and i didn't get to play resident evil 4 at launch because it was only on gamecube at the time um so i didn't know any better and I really think that this game could potentially have been way more significant had it not, you know, been 
I guess preempted by uh, what many consider one of the greatest games of all time just like two or three months before. Um, I, I really, really liked the atmosphere. Uh, I really, really liked the idea of having enemies that could like come back after you. Again, something that was in um, Resident Evil 4. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I thought it was really cool. Um, and I think given today's technology that you could do a lot with what it was, what it was doing. Like, I mean, look at a game like Sea of Thieves and look at how realistic that those water and, and ocean physics are. You know what I mean? Like it looks real, let alone how it plays. Um, and then you can mix in, you know, just the modern graphics and, and more kind of like modern, uh, gunplay and um, yeah, I I don't know. I think it would be a really solid uh, a really solid game to be remade. There I, I was looking up the developer while you uh, were talking about it. And they did not have a good track record, did they? Because they what eventually else did they went. Do? It was Dark Works. Uh yeah, Dark Works. And they did not <coughs> make it too far. Yeah, they didn't. Holy shit. Yeah, they went... What it was say, defunct in 2000... They got liquidated in 2012? Or 11 or something? Yep. 2011. Compulsory liquidation. <laughs> that's wow, crazy, that's wild, dude. That That is. Just because I hadn't heard of Cold Fear until that point, and then I looked at the company, and it's like, they had two canceled games, and it looks like this one might have been their biggest success, saying what that is for the game, you know? Yeah, they. It looks like they started with "I Am Alive," yep, uh, and then Ubisoft Shanghai actually finished development on that. I remember that game. They gave it away for free on uh, Xbox Live Arcade. Oh shit! I yeah. think I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just thought that was crazy. That is that's wild, man. I was curious to see if they were doing anything today, and they are absolutely not. Yeah. They did the Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. I remember that game being very, very not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. I'm looking at the review scores for this. It was apparently, it got a lot of really good review scores on the Xbox 360, but everywhere else, uh, Including some PC ports, it was uh, not received favorably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's I don't, crazy, I though. remember that a lot of people didn't like Advanced Warfighter. Yeah, oh. I don't know. I've yeah. never been a Ghost Recon person. Yeah, me either. Oh well. Um, well, yeah. That was topic. That's it. That's the topic of the show. Um, so let's move on to what we have been playing. Um, what have you been playing? Yeah, that's a better just question. more just more Final Fantasy sixteen. Oh, okay. So uh, I don't I don't really have that. anything new to say about it. Um, I'm just trying to wrap it up. Um, very very close to the end. Um, that and Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight has been taking a lot of my time. Um, because. <sighs> I'm trying to get to a point in that game where I legitimately don't have to worry about the perks that I have on a character and stuff. Um, so I am legitimately running through as much as I can on Killer so that then 
I don't have to worry about blood points at all. Like, if I get blood points, that's fine. If I don't, that's fine, too. Um, but right now, I feel like every time that I am uh, doing something, uh, I'm still fighting against myself. So I was sinking a lot of time in that. And then Final Fantasy 16, like I said, just I'm wrapping that up. Um, I think I'm very, very close. But I don't know. Hell yeah. Dylan? Or Austin? Or whoever? I don't know. Um, whoever. Go ahead, Austin. Yeah, just uh, just just more Diablo Four. Uh, season one starts tomorrow, so me and Madison have been uh, all of our time, all of our free time this week have have just been both of us prepping for season one, um, unlocking as much of the map as we can, finding all the altars of Lilith that we can, because um, all of those bonuses, like the extra potions and extra skill points, all of that stuff is going to carry over to your seasonal characters too. Um, so might as well get it now. And then in order to even access any of the seasonal content, you have to completely, uh, clear the cam- the main campaign. Madison has not yet done that. So that's also what we've been doing every night is just trying to grind through her campaign. Um, we started doing it like Saturday, I think. She was only about maybe six hours into the campaign and now she has maybe... An hour and a half left, so that's what we're going to be doing tonight, is just knocking Damn. that shit out. Um, Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's that's all I've been doing, and it's probably all that I'm going to do for the next few weeks, because now that season one comes tomorrow, I'm, I'm off tomorrow, I'm going to buy that battle pass as soon as I wake up, and I'm just going to go to town all fucking day. Okay, so I have a, I have a question about this, um, because... I never played three, and I know that I had seasons. Yeah. And I played one and most of two mm-hmm. um, offline. So, like, th- there was no real online component for Diablo for me um, ever. Yeah. How did the seasons in this work if, like, there's, like, is it like a... I presume you kill Lilith at the end of Diablo 4, yeah. right? She's the big bad? Yeah. So, how does that work? Like, are there, like... So I don't know. It seemed so. Basically, the story uh, setup for season one is that after you kill Lilith, she basically releases a plague all throughout Sanctuary um, that starts uh, kind of um, corrupting, uh, corrupting different people and causing uh, the kind of like zombie creatures called the Malignant to come around. And there's going to be a whole big mechanic with them uh, I, I, that I haven't read too much about yet, but. Uh, from what it sounds like, they there's go, pretty much every season is going to have completely brand new uh, quest lines to go through. Uh, that way you're not playing... I mean, you can just play the campaign if you want to, um, but it's more beneficial to play these new, uh, I guess, seasonal quest lines that they're going to do. Um, and I don't, I don't think they've said too, too much about what that all of that is going to entail. I thought it was so funny... Because uh, a couple weeks ago, when they first when they first announced uh, season one, people on Twitter immediately were like, "Oh, that's fucking bullshit!" That I've just spent this last month uh, making this character level one hundred and maxing all of these stats and getting all these items, and I'm gonna have to start a completely new character when the seasonal comes out. And that's that's just how it works. That's how it worked in three. That's that's how I would have assumed it's gonna work here. Um, and it is every season you're gonna have to make a completely brand new character and just start from scratch as far as building that character up 
but I'm excited. I still have no fucking clue what class I'm going to do, though. Mm. Part of me wants to try Necromancer again, since I already spent, like, 20 bucks on fucking cosmetics for Necromancer. So I was like, I might as well try to do that class again. But I also really want to do Sorcerer, because that also looks like a lot of fucking fun. It was a lot of fun. It, it looks like it fucking would be, so I don't know. I might do Sorcerer. I so does this, um... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I wasn't going to say anything important. Okay. <laughs> so, uh... So does this... Is this kind of... Uh, is this sort of structure kind of like a, um... Uh, like how expansions work in in like WoW and Final Fantasy fourteen and stuff. Yeah, pretty. Where much. they they bring like new story lines proceeding from the other ones. That's what that's how it sounds like it's gonna be. At least that's okay. how that's how this first season, um, kind of sounds like. I don't, you know, we don't know what they're gonna do with future seasons. I would hope that they would also that they would kind of keep this up. But have Dylan? Have they even said how long the seasons are gonna last? Because I know in no. Diablo three, they're like three months apiece. Yeah, I would figure it'd be at least a couple months. Yeah, that's what I would think too. Probably three. I could see it. Cause I, uh, I think every three months, maybe a new, uh, three or four hour quest line is reasonable. But okay, we'll see. So there's, okay, this is another question. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this because if I'm going to play Diablo 4, like, later in the year, uh, I'm going to be coming in, like, super late. Yeah. Does the stuff, okay, does 3 have any bearing on the story of 4 at all? Uh, not, mm, maybe the stuff with, with Mephisto, I'm going to be honest, I, I don't remember say, a lot, yeah. I don't remember a lot of 3. Uh, there is a little bit happening with Mephisto, I think. Yeah, and then um, honestly, I f- uh, me personally, I found more connections to Diablo two than I have Diablo three. Okay, but I don't. I I wouldn't think so. Okay, it, okay. I'm sure you could probably. I'm sure that. Well, actually, I know. It's I like things it. you'll pick up on and appreciate, but no, I don't think you don't have to play them to get the full understanding of the story. No, not at all. Okay, gotcha. I was just wondering because I, I, I don't know if if there's like a new story that's adding on each time. I would want it. I assume they're going to make a Diablo five and you know in the future. I would I would kind of want like some sort of continuity. That way, if I went yeah. from four to five, I knew kind of like what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's also not no. I, I think I think that if you, I mean. I, I definitely think if you played three, um, there's going to be little little bits of the story that you're going to be like, hey, I, I remember that. But other than that, you're not missing a whole fucking lot if you didn't. Okay. That would be a crumb key question to ask. Oh, yeah, that's true. I should talk to her about that. Yeah, she's a legend. Okay. I need to cool. I need to take her up on her offer and play with her one night because I feel like she would be a lot of fun to play with. Yeah. She's a goat in uh, Overwatch. Her, Jeff, Justin. That's true. I, I, I remember yeah. that. I didn't ever play with It's all the guys, Blizzard games. I remember. <clears throat> all the Blizzard games. Yep. Speaking of which. Speaking of... Oh, God. <laughs> hey. 
Alright, go on. Sabrina started playing it and she fucking loves the game. <laughs> God damn it. I love that yeah, it's, I it's... wish she hated it so much so that you didn't play it anymore. Um, it's it's bad for her too because she's actually like investing in the lore and stuff. Just like I, I thought she would if she gave it a chance and she's really loving it. Um, awesome. Why don't you guys just stop playing that and come to Final Fantasy fourteen? We would no. all lose our lives. No, 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 no. Okay, this I get is, it. I understand. Good. You just want to play with Austin. It's okay. I get it. Austin, I'm not even playing I'm never <laughs> going to touch WoW no, again. Never. No, I can't. I don't. I, I can't justify uh, paying monthly for a game. I just can't do it in my brain. I don't know how expensive is it. How much? Well, that how much? Fifteen. Is it? Yeah, fifteen a month. That's not bad. The same as Final Fantasy fourteen, which is a better game. Damn. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, but then I give you the satisfaction of playing a Final Fantasy, and I don't know that I can do that. Yeah. You know. Well, it's okay. I'll play it by myself. Maybe one day. Anyway, go on. Talk about WoW. <laughs> we uh, wound up creating a few different characters. Oh, wait, I hang on. Play... Are you guys playing uh, like traditional WoW, or are you playing classic? We're playing retail, which is like the Dragonflight WoW. Okay. okay. And then classic is still appealing to me, because that's what I fucking... That's what I grew up with, essentially. Um... But we'll get there with that. But what we are doing, um, it's really cool because obviously there's a lot of expansions now. And some of those expansions change the world pretty drastically. Um, so what Blizzard has fucking managed to do is have this character named Chromie inside of the game. And she can essentially tr transport you to different timelines. So you can actually play through all of these if you wanted to. And its own and it's like own continuity it's all in its own continuity so you can kind of uh just bounce back and forth if you wanted to um so we started off playing uh two torrents together and she kind of kept going with that and then i primarily switched have switched over to so they introduced four i think four or five new races a few years ago with one of the expansions and I've just now unlocked all of the ones for the horde because they made it much more accessible to do so so I started a new uh, uh, race called the Maghar orc and it's like a really dark skin uncorrupted orc and I fucking love it so I started a warrior on that so we've been playing and when I'm not playing with her I restarted the legion quest line because I never got to really experience that expansion like I wanted to and I vaguely remember starting it around the time that it first came out, but I didn't have a strong recollection of everything that happened, and especially the beginning. Um, I gotta tell you, man, like, World of Warcraft has been a pretty big part of my life in terms of, like, lore and stuff. I think in terms of video games, it's probably one of my favorite, I, I, I guess, like, outlets of lore to just explore. Um, I've done it with a lot of things like Destiny and stuff like that too, but War the Warcraft world just has so much behind it, and it's really fun to explore all the different facets to it. And um, I think that 
first off, just side things like having Sabrina get just as much into it has been fucking wonderful, man. Um, but oh God, I lost my train of thought, unfortunately. But essentially, it all just wraps around to. I'm I'm back and <laughs> it sucks because I can't stop playing and I just I fuck I w- I wish I remember where my last train of thought was going because I had a point but um yeah dude I I I've I've started multiple different characters just to kind of play and feel out the game again and um she's done the same thing so like if if she wants to explore one of the characters that she's created um, we'll bounce over to that one, and it just it it feels like it's brand new every time we go through it. Um, it it it's been a blast, man. Like I I really can't stop playing it. Like you sent me that that message yesterday, Josh, and I genuinely did not see that until I signed off for the night, and I saw I had notifications on uh, Discord that I was looking through, and I saw that I started cracking up, man. Because you sent me that at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and the hilarity of me seeing it fucking 10 hours later, it had me. Um, You're welcome. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is this is a problem. I was going to talk to you about it today. Um, but it's just cool, man. They've made so many improvements to the game. Like, the transmog system for your armor is really accessible now, and you can kind of walk around and look exactly how you want to. Um, and it's super cheap to do. They've made like the writing system with your mounts a lot more accessible and streamlined. Um, the game feels very different than it used to. I cannot deny that. Like it feels like it has taken a lot of the frustration out and that's good and bad for players who go back as long as I do because I think a part of why I love the game is just because of how much time I had to spend in it and how much like effort it took to do everything. But it was easier for me to get over than it has been for some other players with how much they've wound up changing it and streamlining it. Um, buddy from work that no longer works with me was talking about it the other day and he said that if they made classic free-to-play, he'd go back to it, but he doesn't like how much... Um, retail's changed, and I get that. But to me, it it still feels like wow, and I'm so invested into it. And like Sabrina and I have started one of the timelines that allow us to go back to my favorite point in the game, which is Cataclysm, and we can kind of do all those random dungeons that I remember, you know, just spending hours and hours and hours doing, and we're doing a lot of the questing and stuff around those beginning areas, and just kind of starting her down the path man like she she super enjoys it um and we're we're having a we're having a fucking great time dude it's it's been the best two weeks of my life getting back into this cool so um with with, uh you saying like you're able to go back to previous expansions were, were those like cut off at a certain point no i think just like They weren't cut off, but I think, like, um, I don't want to say this incorrectly, but with the Cataclysm timeline, you got to think about it, like, 
you could go around the world and you could see Deathwing flying around at certain points, but after you killed him, he's obviously gone, right? Mm. So now that we're you know fast forward ten years and we're in Dragonflight, you can't go see like the how the world used to be, but you can enter that timeline and you can. And when you're ready to exit that timeline, you just go back to Chromie and the uh, and the Hub City. And you tell her that you want to go back to the present day timeline, and she takes you back to the current expansion, and you can you can kind of go from there. But they do this to allow you to jump seamlessly into that era, I guess you can say, and it, it's really cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, I th- I was thinking of um, like Destiny, where yeah, no, like, they never did that. Okay. Yeah, they didn't fucking eviscerate content, thank God. You can still go and visit every corner of Azeroth that ever existed and beyond, man. It's 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 great. So when you guys started the the Dragonflight campaign, did was that like an automatic like well, okay, that's a bad way to phrase that. You can you go back and do the stuff from like original like vanilla WoW? Yeah. Like you like can. that content? Okay. Yep. Yeah, for sure. All that's still in there, and it kind of blends together seamlessly. So as you first start now, there's a true beginning area, no matter what race you start as. If you are playing for the first time, it's going to start you in a place called Exile's Reach, and that's kind of the new tutorial zone. And once you make it through that part, you'll make it to the capital city of whichever faction you chose, Um, and you can kind of explore the game from there. And then once you decide to make a new character eventually, you can then choose whether you want to start with the Exile Reach experience or, like, for the Tauren, for example, do you want to start, you know, right outside of Thunder Bluff and do their quest line? So you can kind of choose at that point which one you want to do. Oh, okay. But, okay. And at that point, you can just explore and do all the traditional content because that's what I took Sabrina through and did because we had to start in Exile's Reach, but then she really wanted to get into the Tauren stuff, so we went back, and I took her all the way to uh, Camp Narashi, which is the beginning area, and we did all the questing around that area. Nice, okay. Yeah. So, last question. Uh, How is this going to fuck us for the challenge? It's bad. Like, I can't tell you. There's one saving grace, and it's that in about two weeks' time, I'm going to be house-sitting for just over a week, and I'm not lugging this 80-pound fucking computer computer and monitor and all this shit. I am not doing that. So (laughs) I will be taking my Xbox, and I'll play fucking... uh, 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 not Xbox. I'll take my PlayStation and play uh, Final Fantasy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> but after that, dude, that I I need my, I need my addiction, man. I'm I'm having such a good time. Listen, Dylan. Through this addiction, you just have to play ten games. If Josh can hit, I've 20, already beaten ten. Games. Okay, well then, Josh, all you got to do is hit twenty, and you're good. Oh yeah, yeah. Me hit twenty. Good. I am the one. Hang on. I'm currently the one in last place for us. Oh, I thought you had more than Dylan. Yeah. Fuck. No, he has flat out ten. You have the most at seventeen. I have twelve. Yeah, and really, it probably shouldn't be seventeen. But you know, we're no, it allowing be. it. Why shouldn't it be? <laughs> Explain. Uh, because Mega Man Battle Network Collection is a game. Right, comprised of six entirely separate games. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so that's six fucking games. That's like with the Metal Gear Solid thing. Like, I would let him consider all those as individually beaten games. It's either all individually or I, I count like it as a cheating. 2023 release. That's They're really not... I mean, they're pretty long games, and they're very different from amongst each other. Okay. Like, I'll give them that. Each game okay. is at like, minimum yeah. 15 hours. I'm mostly just giving you a hard time. Also. Okay, because I just really don't want to lose this because we fucking get cooed out of this like we get taken over it's true like the other three dudes fucking january 6th our capital right now they kick oh us out of here god okay. what's happening all right yeah. why is anyone getting january 6th i don't know justin he's Look, just because i was there doesn't mean you have to questionable whoa just kidding uh, no fly list. we have we have photos don't lie austin uh -oh. i'm on a no fly list for other reasons not that he had the Viking helmet on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still can't believe those stupid fucks. But you know, no, I was the one with the dishonor so tattoo dude. on his hand. I was. There was a dishonor. Yeah, tattoo? there was like a whole fucking thing about how all these conservatives were like, "Oh, it's fucking Antifa." Like, look, this is a satanic symbol. The fucking symbol that was tattooed on this dude's hand was the dishonor logo. What? That's and they had this whole narrative about how it was like a <sighs> like a, a satanic symbol. I mean, it is, isn't it? I don't know. I didn't play those games. <laughs> just kidding. Maybe. It, it's definitely not. People are just stupid. Are those games any good? Not as uh, good as our pick of the weeks. That's true. Uh, Picks yes. of the week. They are very good. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, we got sidetracked because uh, that's what we do. Uh, my pick of the week is a new song by my favorite band, Islands. They just dropped their new single. It's called Superstitious. Uh, I really like it. It's got uh, like a sort of, um, I, I don't know, it's interesting. Uh, I, I think I've talked about this before, but they are a, um, uh, they're a band that kind of like changes every album. Uh, they have like just... It all sounds the same, but it's all in, like, different styles. Like, one one song might be, like, a fucking throwback to 80s, you know, uh, new wave or synth pop. Uh, and then the very next one might be, like, a, uh, I don't know, like a country ballad or, you know, some shit like that. Um, anyway, they change it up all the time. And this one's uh, interesting. They've been making music since 2000 and. 2005 something like that and this sounds almost like nothing they've done before um it's got like a lot of synths and uh nick thorburn uh the like band head he uses um what's that uh what's that technique that uh autotune um which he doesn't have to I, I don't know it's like um it's really interesting song i really like it so, definitely check it out. Hell yeah. Uh, my pick of the week this week is a song called Escape Artist uh, by a band called Spiritless Georgia. Um, Spiritless is um, uh, one of my best friend's bands. Uh, they are a local Atlanta band. They have a new single. It's very, very good. They're metalcore that kind of borders on deathcore. Um, out of all the uh, bands, I think, right now in the local Atlanta scene, they are definitely one of the fucking better. And uh, they're going places, so go check that shit out. It's pretty good. Sick. 
Um, song came across my Discover Weekly this week from a band called The Classic Crime. The song is called Blisters and Coffee. Um, this song is very alternative rock slash pop, or, uh, pop punk kind of. Like it, it com- I, I can't decide which one it is, but it, it's really good. Um, I haven't listened to a lot of music like this recently just because my music tastes have been gravitating elsewhere um, over the past few months. But this was a nice breath of fresh air, and it's a great song, so check it out. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well... Um, that all said, as always, you can find us on social media for all things culture, pop, honey, pickles, and the culture, pop family of content. Uh, I, I think, okay, listen, I want to talk to you guys about something real quick. I probably should have uh, done this later, but Dylan, you're currently, you have nothing social media wise. Negative. Austin. You yeah. never post. No, on anything, really. On anything. Uh, I personally never post on Instagram. Uh, I do tweet sometimes, and I've been kind of addicted to threads. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know that it's necessary to shout each one of us individually out. So are you guys cool with just going to uh, talking uh, about where to follow Culture Bop stuff? And Absolutely. Uh, and and pimping the Patreon. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's good with me. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure that you, that you're good with it, uh, Mr. Austin Man. Uh, cool. Yeah. Well. Anyway, you can find Culture Bob on Instagram at culture underscore bob on YouTube uh, at youtube.com/slash c/slash culture bob. New video coming soon. I promise. Uh, and then finally, uh, Twitch. Um, you can follow us on twitch at uh culture pop so um and finally last thing we have is patreon if you like what we do here if you like the podcast if you like uh any of the videos that i've done you know the whole two over the course of the last uh year plus um go to patreon.com consider tossing us uh you know a couple bucks and maybe, just maybe, I'll be able to actually release a video on time. I'm poor. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, is that it? Is that every, everything? I think so. That's it. Cool. All right. Well, if that's it, until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.